So I'm sorry. So listen, um, we got the crew here. I, Ron is a, is a, my playing partner from uh, years ago, but I think what I'll do is I'm going to change the scene a little bit. Nobody sees needs to see my ugly mug. So let me, uh, let me switch it up here a little bit. Uh, let me put you guys here and we'll put Ron and I'm trying to switch up the scene. So it looks half decent. There we go. Can you still hear me? Yes. Okay, yeah. so I, I, I got you guys, and uh, we got four of you guys. They don't need to see me. So anyway, Ron is my playing partner from uh, years and years ago. We started uh, uh, playing together, oh, gosh, a long time ago in the late uh, early 80, late 80s and, and 90s playing Baccarat Blackjack. So he's still a member of Beat the Casino, and uh, he doesn't play uh, too much anymore but still uh, likes to stay involved and whatnot. So uh, – I thought uh, thought it'd be nice to have him chime in today and uh, and take a look at our broadcast and you know add anything he wants. But uh, Kevin called me and said that you guys now are going over to the Red Rock to do some serious playing here. Well, we're gonna have to see how serious it is. But yeah. <laughs> and, and, and if we get really good, we're gonna go to the Rampart afterwards. There you go. Well, listen. You know what? A lot of folks want to want to hear or want want to understand is now. You know, we all play quite a bit. You guys are there. I'll be up in Vegas this weekend. But when you approach the game of baccarat, like Rail Rabbit and Jerry M and and Ron and Kevin out there, okay. So you're gonna walk into the casino here in a couple minutes. Uh, probably the Red Rock. What is the first thing that you're actually gonna think about or look for? What are you going to do first? That's what folks want to know. What do you do first, Jerry Kevin or anybody? Scope all the tables. Scope all the tables, and when and when you're scoping all the tables, Jerry, what does that mean to somebody? Like when when you tell somebody, okay, go scope out the tables. What are you looking for? Well, I look for second. winning activity. Yeah. We're looking at you know, we're looking at patterns. We're looking okay. at you know uh, it'd be great if we uh, had the time to chart you know uh, time before last and OTBL and you know in our seminar case we talked about that. I told yeah. you walk up to a table. Strong yeah. Side. Okay. Figure out what's going on. Okay. Figure out what's going on. You're trying to look at the game and ascertain is there a bias or what strategy would beat this table right now. And am I seeing enough information to make a bet is what you're looking for, you know. Now, I, I'm going to pick on Jerry a little bit. I saw you play, Jerry. You're more of an uh, of a situational player rather than a whole game player. Am I correct? You're looking for a certain situation to come up, and then you're going to – I saw you bet 60 100 bucks. That's pretty much what you do then uh, from watching yeah. you play. Okay. Yes, and I just try to make two or three bets. Okay. Fifty, sixty, or hundred dollars. I'm perfectly happy making a hundred, two hundred dollars if need be. Okay. Three, four bets. Okay, yeah. and get out of there. Okay. Yeah. And and so you, you know, and, 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 and over how many games? How, how many games do would you say would be your average for a day, Jerry? If you're playing, if you could say how many games do you look at? One. I usually. One. Play one session, and I do that three times a week. Okay. 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 I've okay. never seen him play more than one. By the way, I I know I know I I. Win it and go home. Win, lose a draw. 
Then I go home. Okay, so because when I, was... It's easier because I live 10 minutes from 50 casinos. I know. Well, so you live I right across from I South want. Point there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so well, that's cool. I, okay. To go to other casinos, it's a ten-minute drive, ten, twelve minutes. It's nothing. So to me, if I win two, three units, I have no problem just leaving, going, going home, and come back in another day. Okay, so that's the way. That's your style, and that works for you. Kind of works for Kevin. Kevin plays probably a little bit more, but I'm going to jump over to Rail Rabbit and then to Ron with your playing style. Now, I was Rail Rabbit's going over, and I've I played with Jerry, and I played with Rail Rabbit. Rail Rabbit has a contrasting style, okay? He doesn't play a lot of big states, but plays a lot more hands. And, and man, he's up at 7 in the morning analyzing games online before he even goes to the casino, okay? So he's getting his game tuned in. He is tuned in to what is going on in, a, in, his, in his Baccarat world right away. Is that right, Rail Rabbit? Correct. Practice yeah. makes perfect. So I go through a couple of shoes online and then I'll go out to a casino of my choice for the day. And I usually spend a good three or four hours a day in the mornings and sometimes again in the afternoons playing smaller stakes. But yeah. Okay. And and you're happy probably with about the same amount, anywhere between two, three hundred bucks, but it's a lot more units because you're making more bets. And that's your style. Is that I'm pretty. I think I pretty much got you summed that's, up. That's correct. Yeah. If I can make two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars a day, most days. Don't win every day, of course. But uh, right. Uh, the whole secret is trying to on my bad days to quit early and call it a day. Yep. Okay. Okay. So you're now you're more of a when you look for a game. Jerry's looking for situational bets. You're more of a well. You kind of go back and forth. You kind of do a lot of spot bet and a lot of situational bets, but then you seem to do. Uh, things that are like kind of game oriented, like this game is OTB4L. So I'm going to try a couple OTB4L bets. Am I correct in that? You're more situational. Correct. I'm always looking for something basically from the forum that I have learned because everything I know about Baccarat is from BTC. Okay. And I, I try to apply, you know, this is OT, this is TBL, this is strong side, this is whatever. I'm I'm definitely looking for something in that section of the shoe that I that I can make a couple of units on. Okay, okay, I, I got you there. Okay, so now, Ron, I want to jump to you if we could, and, and we've played probably more together than, than anyone, and, you know, what, what I tell everybody at Beat the Casino is when they're looking at two in a rows and three in a rows and play what you see, that's what we were doing in Caesars in 1988 and 89 is looking at a Baccarat game and betting what we see. Is that correct, Ron? Can you validate oh, that for me? Sure. Yeah, sure. okay. So I have to tell you a funny story if I could go over to, to Ron. We used to get all this information and then send it back. Well, we used to send it back to Alice, and it was Ron and myself and, and Charlie playing, looking at two in a rows. And it's where opposite time before last originally came from, where there was a lack of one in a rows. But one time in Caesars, not to tell oh, stories. going to make me sick. Uh, I'm going to make him sick with, with this story. Okay. So we yeah, noticed that Caesars was dealing more repeats than they normally should over the course of these shoes. And they used to have those $20 chips back then, which was nice for the commission Baccarat. So we decided that we saw every time we'd go down, we'd see a 10 in a row. So we went down and we, uh, 
we said, we're going to get out and play for a 10 in a row. Just every time it just bet repeat the whole time. Lo and behold, uh, we started at, at, at $60 and we went the whole way up. I forget how I, I, it was an unimaginable amount of money that we had, but I missed a bet. Okay. And I pushed it. This is true. So help me God. We pushed it to uh, the 10 in a row hit. Okay, and I was one short of getting to pretty much table max at the time. And I said, well, let's just go for the 11. We made it this far. And I was because I was flirting with the waitress, to be honest with you. And I pushed it out in the 11th time and lost it. It's true. So help me God. <laughs> so that, yeah. that's our that's our stories with Caesars. But yeah, I wanted again, to kill you and her. Huh? I wanted to kill you and her. I know, I know. But yeah. anyway, it was one of those things. But one of the things that we learned from playing together back in those days, and I always wanted Ron to come on and tell us, is we would always look for what it was going on in the shoe and, and play what was going on in the shoe and then try to keep track of it and bet what we saw. You know, the, the error that we made back then, which I think we've rectified now, is you tend to see mirages, you know, things that you think are biases and they're not. You tend to think it happens in every game. And we used to think that back then, like it would happen in every game. Just go look for twos and threes, and it's a simple game. Yeah. But that's where all that statistics and stuff came from. And, 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 Ron, we played a different style then, too, just to kind of reiterate what we did. We pretty much played every hand, correct, Ron? Yeah. We did. Yeah. We would. Our base bet was twenty dollars because they had those twenty dollar chips at Caesars. We loved to bet yeah. that, and we were always betting Fibonacci's up as you lose or up as you win, and that was pretty much yeah. about it. There was never any flat bet, and if we bet twenty one time, you could be sure, and we lost. Our next bet was forty, and then eighty, and six, and you know one twenty, and, and things of that nature. Uh, the only thing that we really did different that we don't do a lot of, we would always play group bank. We'd always pool our money and, and play together so that we had more to come at them. Uh, so we had a lot of fun. We learned a lot. But all these statistics that you read about uh, at Beat the Casino all came from, you know, I wanted to give Ron due credit. He's the one who tracked them originally. And, of course, Charlie has, has passed away uh, back then at Caesars at the, at the $20. Uh, they called it uh, – it was actually called Midi Baccarat back then where they dealt it. I think they still call it that. But yeah. – uh, and then, then also, too, we used to play the big Baccarat, which you could get a $100 game at the really big table where there were three people playing three people playing Baccarat. So it was it, – we had a great time. And, uh, you know, Ron, thanks for stopping in. I wish you'd uh, talk a little bit more in the forum and uh, – and let people know, uh, you know, uh, some of your insights from from the early days. But uh, thank you. Uh, and now, that, that, so that was in contrast of, of our wild days when we would learn to bet, uh, you know, Fibonacci's and all those sequences. And there was a couple grinds and some other players we used to emulate. But then, then Kevin kind of came to beat the casino back in 1923. No, no. I, re I, I remember the first no, time he came. 24, by the way. 24. Okay. He came in from uh, – and he came into our first seminar, and I'm pretty sure Ron was there too, uh, in Grandfield, Pennsylvania. And, you know, he was a player from Macau. We didn't know his background at the time. We just thought he was some, you know, banana from out, out in Vegas, you know. <laughs> no. And he came in, and he – he showed us, uh, you know, his he, he was actually promoting regression to the mean then, as he called it, and things would always go back to zero type strategies. 
And then he evolved into the player uh, that he became today, playing in Macau uh, from flat betting, Kevin. You were a big advocate of that, and you still are. And then watching the statistics that we evolved into, 5D, and of course now with 7D. So you're looking for, you're a disparity player, favoring Jerry a little bit, favoring Rail Rabbit and Ron a little bit, but kind of more conservative look for just opportunities to bet. Am I correct on that, Kevin? Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is, is uh, it's really simple. If you can't win flat betting, you're not going to win. I don't care. Yeah. Fibonacci, 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 by the way. Uh, <laughs> Fibber, man. Fibber. You know, if you, if you can't win flat betting, you're not going to be able to win. I don't care. You go up as you win, down as you lose, up as you lose, down as you I don't care. <laughs> right. If Get that to 50%. Betting, yep. To me, you, you have to discipline yourself to be able to consistently win flat betting. Not yeah. Every, not yeah. every hand, not every shoe, not every session, whatever. But if over time you can't get up around 60% of all the sessions you play, whether they're one hand, five hands, 10 hands, 20 hands, whatever, a, a shoe, a day, or whatever, um, but you, you, you're not going to win with the progression because it's going to kill you sooner or yep. later. That's right. That's right. And one of the things that I think where folks go wrong with flat betting is that you know, to your point, you're not going to win every day. And, it, you know, when someone says to me, it's a 50-50 game, well, that's the hardest game to beat, okay? <laughs> you you wouldn't play a 60-40 game where the casino wins 40, uh, you win 40% of the time, but you would play close to a 50% game, and that's what the game is. And most times you're going to win a little bit, lose a little bit, win a little bit, lose a little bit. And when people flat bet, their expectation is, to win too many bets, and Kevin, you're you're you promote getting a little bit bigger uh, unit size so that it's 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 significant. It's a little bit more significant. I know Jerry plays for sixty bucks. That's a good significant size. You know, some people want to argue that point. You know, you're not a better baccarat player because you bet a thousand dollars a hand and lose. You're it's stupid to do that. You know, people who go ahead, Jerry. I'm sorry, please. When I started playing two years ago, I was a ten dollar better. Yeah. But I kept statistics on myself, and I always tried to win five units. Right. And as as my hit rate was going up, I just looked at the math, and I have to uh -huh. win five times to win fifty bucks. Right. After about six months, I said, "Well, if I bet twenty five dollars, if I win two hands, I got the same fifty dollars. Right. If I win three, I get seventy five. I did that for months. Yeah. When my hit rate is staying the same, going up, and my statistics prove that I'm winning, you just up your unit size. So yep. even though now I bet $50, $60, I never started betting $50, when I first started playing. It's ridiculous. You have to get more table time, more experience. Right, so right. Right now, so if I bet $50 and I have three hits, I could walk out with $150. Yeah. If you're playing $10 a hand, you have to win 15 times. That's right. That's if right. If you win two or three times at $10, why bother going to the casino? Yeah. And, and of course, you, money. there's a lot. Uh, we got a question, which I'm going to, uh, somebody typed a question. I'll, I'll chat it with you here. But, you know, there's a lot of folks, myself included sometimes, and Ron, and I think Real Rabbit, and, you know, we all, we'll, and we'll all agree probably to some extent. You have to be extremely disciplined to play like that, Jerry, you know, and, and that is one of the 
primary components of playing Baccarat, if you're going to play like for $50 and $100 a hand, look, man, you got to stick to your stop win and stop loss all the time. You know, this stuff is – or betting like, you know, okay, well, I just lost $100 hand. Let let me bet 100 and a quarter now. You start doing that, you're going to get yourself in a jam – and 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 you're and you're gonna lose, you know. Uh, so discipline for the style of play that you uh, you and Kevin talk about all the time uh, is one of the primary components of it. And we can't say it enough. And the other thing too is I like too what you say is that if I get, if you get to plus two or plus three, that's good. You know that that's that's a good win. Let's take that money and, and get out. So so hats off to you. But again, that's where players fail. And they get sucked into this uh, kind of delusion that somehow the more you bet, the better player you are. Usually it's the other way around. You know, it, it's kind of the same delusion that I would be a musician. You know, it's like people think if I buy myself more gear and more guitars, I'm a better player. It doesn't work that way, nor does it work that way in gambling. You know, that, by the way, that's called gas syndrome, gear acquisition syndrome in a musician. But it's the same thing. It's higher bet syndrome in, in Baccarat. Just because you bet a hundred or five hundred dollar hand doesn't mean you're uh, you're a better player. Yeah, I, I mean the casinos will love you. That you know they you know you're actually kind of stupid to do that. You can always bet five hundred dollars if you think uh, the hand's going to win. But you, you you know what, what's funny is people will go from betting zero to five hundred dollars. Well, you just bet zero. I mean, why not bet? 25 you know i mean what, what's the difference so uh so anyway i, I like player, what's that your hit rate has, to become a better player you have to have a good hit rate if you that's hit right rate is running, it's ridiculous to bet 100 200 300 if your hit rate's at 50 percent because you're right. gonna break even or lose well it's it's with a, a with a higher hit rate i still lose sometimes yeah exactly you can't win every time you go to a casino no, that's right. And, and that, that's that's one of the key components there is you can't win every time. You got to realize it is a 50-50 gamble. It's tight, man. Sometimes you're going to win. Sometimes you're going to lose. But you're going to end up on the win side if you get that hit rate up. So so it's, it's, it's great advice. So that's the advice from the pros out there in Vegas right now is go in, look at the game, figure out what's going on, play your style. If you're going to bet a, a small progression – Go ahead and, and bet very low stakes as Rail Rabbit likes to play. Or if you like to play fewer hands and have the control, look for disparity, look for opportunities uh, like Jerry M and uh, and Catchus out there, uh, you know, have have talked about all the time. So listen, well, well, listen, Kevin. Um, you know, we have some stuff coming up, and Ron, you'll be interested in that. I wanted to mention it. You know, we just did the uh, Momentum Baccarat seminar, and I'll let you guys go. Oh, there's Mikey. Hey, Mikey. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the one that's barking. <laughs> that's okay. It, was, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> so there's Mikey. But but listen, we got um, we got some. We just did the Momentum Baccarat uh, seminar, which was a huge success. I thought. I think I, I know Jerry was there. Rail Rabbit was there. Uh, you know, I, I I'm sure you guys. Uh, uh, you guys both contributed a lot, and uh, I think everybody was happy with it. But we got the IBS three coming up, Kevin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. We haven't uh, released the dates yet, but uh, uh, we're definitely uh, looking uh, uh, towards our neighbor to the north, Canada. Canada. 
um, you know, it's just a matter of I want to make sure that it's all opened up and, and you know, they're not going back to whatever, you know. Right, right, right. Exactly right. Well, you know, I talked to Canada Bach the other day. He's 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 quite excited about it. He always uh you know, loves to uh, loves to meet up and, and, and come and play with us, and he's all in for it. So we'll be releasing the dates coming up shortly. And uh, you know, I, I think uh, I think everyone will be uh, have a good time like we did in Macau. I mean, for goodness sakes, uh, uh, we had a great time there. So, well, listen, I'll let you guys go, Ron. Thank you for coming, Rail Rabbit, uh, Jerry Abbott, and and catches. Thank you. Yeah, well, well, Ron, you'll have to get out of your retirement there and come on out to Vegas one of these yeah, days. I, I, like Jerry, I like Jerry's approach. It's uh, very professional, very disciplined. Yeah. You, you, you should That's see it, Ron. It's, go, man. it's more disciplined than you even know, by the way. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I've been out of the circuit. I've been I mean, done man, all this shit, like, you know, and, and you, you guys are on right the right track. Good for you guys. That's good. I mean, it's like unbelievable when you actually see it. But if you yeah. make fewer bits... And you win more of those fewer bets, your hit rate goes up. Of course. So That's I right. right. I don't need to right. make 40, 50 bets out of the shoe. Yeah. I yeah. Might make 10, 12, 15 bets. Hopefully I might, you know, win win five, lose three, or win five, lose one. Right. You know, anything could happen. You guys are right there in a gaming town. There's no pressure. It's like that's well that yeah, to your point there, Ron. They're in a gaming town. There's no pressure. That that's right. Absolutely. Really tomorrow, yeah. That's great. There's there's always always tomorrow with with the casino. That's that's for darn yeah, sure. That's, that's, that's a psychological edge, of course. Yeah. And, well, listen. It's the good news. It's the good news and the bad news. Yeah, yeah. that's the good news and the bad news. That's right too, Kevin. It's so, bad news. That's right. Listen, Trainer Griff wants to know: Do you guys play Stadium Bach at the Red Rock? Do you guys play Stadium Bach? course i do we do of course i've never played at the red rock so this is going to be a first for me oh okay I quite a bit I, I show up early at 11 o'clock when they open and sometimes play the whole morning okay so uh, there yeah well the, the the red rock opens stadium at 11 a.m is that correct i think that yes correct. that's yeah correct. okay okay so there you go trainer griff if you want to go out there uh, don't go before 11, man. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> no, do not. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, guys, it was nice chatting with you, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, okay? Sounds good. Uh, okay, Later. sounds good. All right. Bye-bye, right, guys. Me.